stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Well, praise the Lord. We're continuing to look at the benefits of God. You know, God has a lot of benefits that he wants to supply to us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. We've talked about uh, prosperity. we talked about protection, health, uh, knowledge, wisdom. We've got many things to talk about in the benefits of God. Have you ever heard someone say, well, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. What is that saying? Is that saying that, that sometimes that they are, have lied in the past to you? Or they're going to be honest this time? Well, that's a saying. Uh, also, would you, would you hire somebody that's not honest? Would you want them to be an associate with you? Would you want to be around friends that are not honest? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the benefit of God is integrity. Integrity. The definition of that is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. It's the state of being whole and undivided. It's a good reputation. People with good reputation are usually honest. Good reputation, not a, just a reputation, but a good one. You are completely honest. You are sticking with what God has placed in you as his benefit to be honest at all times. Hallelujah. Let's first of all turn to Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Now, in those days, the number of disciples was multiplying. And arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of disciples and said, it is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. So in other words, the leadership of, at that time says, we are staying in the word of God, but we need someone to serve people. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation. That was the first thing they said. Those that are honest, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, who we may appoint over the business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And, they, and the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and others as well. And the first thing that they said, that they were going to choose and look for a person that was honest. It had integrity in their life. They, they had a moral standard within them that says we can trust them to do the work. We can trust them to follow God, to do what God wants them to do. So that's, that's important. God will provide 
people of integrity in the ministry that you may have or in the business that you may have or in the church in particular. You need to have people in position that have integrity. So what happens when you're walking in integrity? There are four things that I want to bring up uh, this day. First of all, in Psalm 26, Psalm 26, Psalm 26 and verse 1. I'm getting there. I know you are too. If you got your Bible, I trust that you do. Psalm 26, verse 1. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. In other words, if you're walking in God's integrity in your life, then you won't slip on the pathway that God has for you. You won't slip and go off into another direction. You won't slip and, and tell a little fable or a little lie. You'll be one who can be trusted. You won't slip at all in that position that you're walking in. So if I, when I walk in my integrity, I shall not slip. Hallelujah. Second thing, turn to Second Kings chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. Second Kings chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. Now this one I like. Uh, we'll see what we're talking about. Uh, in the days that Hezekiah was sick and near death, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and, and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. In other words, he was walking in the integrity of following God. Hezekiah wept bitterly, and it happened before Hezekiah, uh, happened before Isaiah had gone out into the middle of the court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, return and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of, of David, your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. On the third day you shall go up to the house of the Lord, and I will add to your days 15 years. At my age of 78, that's a good thing, to add 15 years. When you're walking in the truth of God, you're walking good in his sight and very loyal. You have a good reputation. You are honest before God. You're doing what he wants you to do. You're walking in his integrity. Then God will add years to your life. If you walk on the other hand, in the other way, what do you think will happen? 
you will probably decrease the years that God wants you to walk in because then you open the door to Satan to come in and attack you in all kinds of ways. So, walking in integrity, I will not slip. Walking in integrity, I will have years added to my life. Next, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. Yeah, Frank, you're going through the Word again. And I, listen, I don't know anything else but to stay in the Word, because the Word has all the answers that we need. Proverbs 11, 3. The integrity of the upright, upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. The integrity of the upright will give you direction. In other words, when you're walking in integrity before God, he will be able to direct you into the right path that you have, that you are to be walking on. That's a good thing. I want to walk according to what God says. I want to be on his pathway of life. I want to be going in the direction that he has for me. So, if I'm walking in integrity, I will not slip. If I'm walking in integrity, I will have years added to me. If I'm walking in integrity, it'll give me direction. And last but not least, Psalm 41, 12. Psalm 41, 12. I like this one. Psalm 41, 12. I got over there. Uh, Psalm 41, 12, hallelujah. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity and set me before your face forever. So if I'm walking in integrity, God holds me and, and, and sets me that I can see him face to face. Isn't that what you desire? If you're walking in integrity, God will hold you and he'll look at you face to face. Boy, that's, a, that's an exciting thing. So four things of walking in integrity. One, you will not slip. Two, you will have years added to you. Three, you will have God's direction for your life. And four, God will hold you to where you can then see him face to face. It's almost, I can picture the fact that I'm sitting on his lap, looking up at him, seeing him face to face. Praise the Lord. Well, so when we hold fast to integrity, we hold fast to integrity how? By fearing God. And we listen to what God is saying about us and not what people say. Turn with me to Job. That's where we'll end up today in Job. We got a, a lot to look at there in Job. Job went through a lot of things in his life. I mean, I'm getting to Job eventually. Job, there we go. And it's not job, it's Job. 
Job chapter 1, verses 6 and following. Now, in those days when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, blameless and upright man, one who fears God, walking in, in right relationship with God? He's walking as a blameless person. He's not doing anything. Well, he's not telling any lies. He's walking in being honest before God. So all these things, then God allows Satan to uh, make to, to more or less test Job in his life. Because Satan says you've got a hedge around him. Now, God allows Satan then to uh, move all the oxen and, and donkeys. They're, they're taken away and killed. The servants are killed. Uh, the fire of God falls from heaven and burns up the sheep and the servants, consumes them. The Chaldeans uh, raided the camels and killed the servants. And while they were still speaking, another came. And the sons and daughters were eating and drinking, and the great wind and they struck the four corners of the house and fell on young people, and they all were dead. And Job arose and tore his 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 robe and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. Fell to the ground and worshipped. I mean, he's got all of this tragedy going on in his life. And he fell to the land, ground, and worshiped. And he said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with the wrong. When you're walking in integrity before God, honest before him, you will not blame God for what's going on in your life. You will not do that. No matter what. Look at all the tragedy he's had. And God still was with him. And Job praised him and worshipped him. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Why? Well, Verse 3 of chapter 2. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? And still he holds fast to his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. He's holding fast to his integrity because because he fears the Lord. Remember the integrity is being honest with strong moral principles. He's not blaming God at all. He's not undivided towards God at all. He's putting his trust 
totally in God because he's walking in integrity. He, he's fearing God and walking in integrity. Now, you would seem like everybody would come along and agree with him. Well, no. You have, throughout the rest of the book of Job, you have his friends, uh, so-called friends that come, uh, like in uh, Job 5, 8. Job answers his friend who's saying that he's sinned. And Job says, but as for me, I would seek God, and to God I would commit my cause. He's still praising God. No matter what's happened to him, he's still praising God, no matter what anybody says. That's where we have to be. Job chapter 10. Job chapter 10. I tell you, I, I don't know if I... Job chapter 10 through 12, you have the same thing with friends coming and Job answering his critics and telling him where he stands with God. He's not listening to his critics. He's not listening to those who would try to shun, shun him or try to point out, hey, this is what you've done. But he's standing firm on his integrity before God, he's fearing God. Then Job chapter 27, Job chapter 27, verses 3 through 5. Job chapter 27, verses 3 through 5. I'll get the, oh, there it is. As long as my breath is in me, this is Job speaking, and the breath of, of God is in my nostrils, my lips shall, will not seek wickedness, nor my tongue under, under deceit. I, I'm not going to go in the way of the world. I'm not going to talk what they talk. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try to paint a good picture when it's bad. Far be it from me that I should say you are right. Till I die, I will not put away my integrity from me. If God even takes my life, I'm still going to walk in my integrity before God because I fear him. I'm fearing him at all times. I'm not going to let anything stand in the way of that. I don't care what happens to me. I'm still going to be honest. I'm still going to have strong moral principles. I'm still going to be undivided. I'm going to stand towards God and God alone. It's not what people say about me, but it's what God says about me. And that's what counts. I'm walking in my integrity always. Till I die, I will not put away my integrity from me. Well, so, integrity brings along with it not only walking integrity that I will not slip, slip, 
that I will have years added to me, that I will have direction from God, and God will hold me. I'm going to walk in integrity, and integrity will also bring to me in Job chapter 42, verses 1 through 6. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know you can do anything, and that no purpose of yours can with, be withheld from me. You asked, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand. Things too wonderful of me I did not know. Listen, please, let me speak. You said, I will question you, and you will answer me. I have heard you, God, by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes, I seize you, therefore I abhor myself and repent in the dust of ashes. Walking in integrity brings about repentance. Walking in integrity realizes that maybe something in you that you need to repent of. There'll be something in you that you may have said that you shouldn't have said. There's something in you maybe that you have done that you shouldn't have done. Walking in integrity before God, God will place in you that desire for repentance. Therefore, I repent in dushes and ashes. See, not only would I not slip, and years to my life, have direction in my life, be held close to God, I will also be able to repent because I'm honest with myself and honest with God. Then in verse 8 of chapter 42 of Job, Now therefore, take yourselves seven bulls and seven rams, go to my servant Job and offer up to yourselves a burnt offering. He's saying to those who've been talking to Job, his critics, take an offering, offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job will pray for you, for I will accept him. I will accept him lest I deal with you according to your folly because you have not spoken to me what is right and my servant Job has. God says, I accept him. Acceptance from God. Man, isn't that, isn't that what you try to do with on this earth anyway, to have acceptance from people? When you walk in integrity before God, you have his acceptance in your life. You have your, his acceptance. So, don't walk in what you are saying, critics, because you have not spoken to me what is right, as my servant Job has. Job has been honest with God. He's been speaking what is right before God. And because of that, God has 
accepted him. Accepted him. Now, what else? Verses 10 through 12. And the Lord restored Job's losses, and he prayed for his friends. And indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Twice as much as he had before. Verse 12, Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginnings. Huh. The Lord restored Job's losses, and he, Job, prayed for his friends. Can you imagine praying for somebody that's been criticizing you? And because of all of this, when you're walking in the integrity of God, you're going to forgive people. And because of all this, Lord gave twice as much to Job, and in the latter days of his life were blessed more than the former days. So you have prosperity. Prosperity because you're walking in integrity before God. Now let's, let's review what we have when we're walking in integrity. When we do that, we won't slip in our lives. We won't slip and go in the wrong direction. We'll stay on God's pathway. When we're walking in integrity, God will add years to our life. When we're walking in integrity, we have the direction of God He'll show us the way to go. When we're walking in integrity, he holds us. He holds us. Because we are fearing God, he holds us. When we're walking in integrity by fearing God, he leads us into repentance. He brings repentance into our lives. We repent before God. We see who we are before God. When we're walking in repentance, when we're walking in integrity before God, we have his acceptance. God accepted Job. When we're walking in integrity, we walk in prosperity even better than we had in the beginning of walking with God. Now we have it even better. Praise the Lord. So, I want to pray for you today that you be honest with yourself that you be honest with God. You can do that always when you're walking in the fear of God, when you are honoring him, glorifying him, having a reverence before him and stand in awe of his presence. You will be able to walk in integrity. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray for everyone listening to this teaching that you have provided for us. I pray that you will help people to fear you and to walk in integrity before you at all times. Help all of us to see ourselves as you see us and to be honest with ourselves and to be honest with you. And in doing so, Father, we will reap your benefits into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
que nunca 